Hello, hello, Charmers. Welcome into another episode of Miss Charm School Podcast. I'm your host, Sunday Eli. Thank you so much for joining me today. Come on in, come on in, come on in. Kick off your shoes and relax your feet. Come on in, come on in, come on in, come on in. I'm so excited to be here with you today. All right, I do not have my infused water, but I hope that you do or have some delicious libations with you. I have a beautiful lavender colored smoothie and it is blueberries and frozen blueberries and strawberries, fresh strawberries, fresh banana, um, unsweetened coconut yogurt and uh, and almond milk and I put a little bit of passion fruit juice in there as well homemade I wanted something a little bit fulfilling so that's why I added the coconut yogurt and a little bit of almond milk so that I can get that full filling and then a little bit of passion fruit juice for some sweetness and it's just hitting the spot it's just hitting the spot. I added some drops of moringa in there and also some drops of ashwagandha because you know we got to feel good and be on a good vibe and um, just balance and zen out. You know what it is, ladies. I always ask you guys to come into this space, come into your sacred place, go outside, go for a walk while you're listening to this podcast, sit in your sacred space while you listen to this podcast. Um, and just take you time, be in the bubble bath, okay? Chill and relax chill and relax. Before I get into uh, who Miss Charm School podcast is for, as I do every week, I want to ask you to go ahead and take some deep breaths with me. Let's center ourselves. Let's gather ourselves from wherever we left ourselves last. Start by asking yourself that question. Self, hey girl, hey, (laughs) where did I last leave you? And your mind will start going to different places. And that's probably the last time you were really present. It could be months ago. But we're just going to gather ourselves up from that place and bring ourselves and our mind, mindfulness, back to this moment in this space together. So gather yourself from wherever you left yourself. Any energy that you're holding within your body that's not your own, send it back. You don't need it. That person who cut you off today, that employer that, you know, is getting on your nerves or your coworker, or your team member or your employee that's bothering you or whatever the stresses are of today, send them back. Thank you. I don't need you. Bye-bye. Send them back to wherever they came from and gather yourself, gather yourself from wherever you left yourself. Pull your energy back, seen and unseen, all the places where you left deposits of yourself. Call it back to yourself now. And just stand here or sit here. I'm sitting. So just stand or sit wherever you are and become mindful of yourself. And we're going to breathe in. You can breathe in for three or four. Hold your breath. And breathe out. Going to do it two more times. Here we go. Breathe in for three. Hold your breath. And breathe out. Mm, 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 mm. Feels good. And one more time. Breathe in for three. Hold your breath. 
and exhale. Yes. Shake it out, shake it out, shake it out, shake it out. Kegel, okay? We're doing all the things. We're bringing in our feminine power and energy. I'm kegeling right now, okay? Not that you needed to know that, but turn yourself on. Turn your power on. Taking some deep breaths, moving that oxygen throughout your body. So many of us, I'm, I'm getting to the rest of the intro, I promise. But so many of us don't even breathe. We, So many people shallow breathe all day long. And if you just stop, gather yourself, take a couple of deep belly breaths, you'll feel centered, you'll feel grounded. Your brain, you'll be able to get oxygen to your brain and your fingers and your toes and your heart. You know, so just... Remember to breathe, y'all, okay? Miss Charm School podcast is for women who are in transition, women who are in transition out of their womanhood into their queendom. Yes, 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 yes. What does that mean? Well, when you're in a womanhood season, which is a very important season in every woman's life, every girl's life, every lady's life, your womanhood season is really all about you. It's me season, sis, where your decisions really impact yourself. Like I, in my womanhood season, traveling the world, um, living my best life. Okay. I, I think I didn't even date for eight years <laughs> of my life. Like, okay. I went on one or two dates, but I didn't have a, like a significant other for eight years, not sexually active. Like I was not even thinking about men. I wasn't thinking about family. I wasn't thinking about anything other than just like getting in the workforce, working, making my money, living on my own, traveling the world, kicking in with my friends, going out on the weekends. Like that was my life. That was my me season. That was my womanhood season. And I was reading books and going to church and learning and growing and really just focused on myself. I had no desire to lead anybody, instruct anybody. You know, uh, people would try to pull me in different positions of leadership in my church and stuff. And I was like, nope, not interested. Like, you know, it was me season. And that's really what it's like when you're in your womanhood season. It's really all about you. Your decisions really impact yourself. When life elevates you and graduates you to your queendom, your queendom simply just means that you are getting pulled in elevated positions. You might be pulled into management in your corporate environment or in your job. You may be launching your business or growing your business, you know, or you may be um, engaged. You may be in a marriage. You may be a parent. You may be entering into parenthood. And so simply your queendom simply just means that your decisions no longer only impact yourself, but they impact others. They impact nations. Again, a queen presides over a nation. There are subjects underneath her. Her decisions impact other people's lives, okay? And when you're in your womanhood, you don't really have to worry about all that, all right? It's just me season. So that's really the difference. And this podcast, Miss Charm School podcast, is for those women who are in transition, you're being pulled into positions of queendom in different aspects of your life. It's not just being promoted on your job, but it's I see it as God elevating you to a different place and space. And when you're in your queendom, there's different rules. Um, people are looking up to you. There are people underneath you that are watching your every move. Your decisions matter. You can decide if someone lives or dies. You have the king's ear, you know, if there is a king in your kingdom, right? And so your words, your influence, 
who you are as a woman reflects also on his leadership and his tutelage and you have influence over his decisions and his decision making as well, right? So there's just so many different aspects to queendom. And here in Miss Charm School podcast, we play with that. We explore that. By play, I mean we explore it. We pick up rocks and ex- examine them, turn things on their head, ask questions. We get in our sacred space. We spend time with God. We ask God questions. And we just talk about all of those things here on this podcast. We get into beauty and pampering, and we have interesting conversations with people. I'm excited for what's to come with my interviews with folks in the near future. And we just have deep conversations. We want to be the best queens that we can be because I am convinced, excuse me, hello voice, come back. All right, there we go. All right, so I am convinced that when we're better as women, uh, when, when we are better queens over our queendom and when we do our work, I genuinely believe that we become better spouses, we become better mothers, and that has the power to impact literally the world. And with so much going on in the world today, there's so much to be distracted by. There's so many conversations. There's so much noise. There's so much static. You think about a radio station when you get away from the signal. They're static, right? There's so much static in today's world. And my goal with this podcast, Lord willing, is to get us back connected to the source so that the line is clear, the communication is clear, the radio station signal is coming in clear, and therefore we're living our life out of a place, a clear space, a grounded space, an honest place, a pure place, and we have positive a positive impact on our nations and our community because it's really that important. And it starts with you. (laughs) It starts with me. And so I'm so grateful for you guys being here. Thank you so much again for joining me. I appreciate it. If you haven't yet, go ahead and share this podcast with someone that you love. Send it to a female friend. Send it to a sister, sister friend, um, a cousin, an aunt, a loved one, someone that you know will vibe and connect with the tribe. And I appreciate that so very much. I don't really push this podcast. I may begin to in the near future, but I don't really push it right now. Right now, it's super organic. Like if you're called to be here, you're called to be here. Don't think it's by mistake. Don't think it's by chance. It's a divine appointment that you feel called to be in this space as I feel called to record, as I feel called to share. And so I treasure that. Like I'm not really about, you know, I want the right people here. Let's just say that. I want the right people here. I want the right tribe here. I want people that vibe, that click, that connect, right? And so I don't care about um, numbers just for numbers sake, right? Like I really, I want the people to be here who feel called to be here and that's you. So if you're here, there's likely people in your circle that would vibe with this too. So go ahead and share this with them and I would be ever grateful and appreciative of you. And for the gentlemen listening, I don't know why y'all do, but I know you are (laughs) because this is a podcast definitely for women. But I know that some of you are raising women and you want your daughters to become great women and great queens. And so I respect you for showing up. And some of you just want to be nosy and you want to be in on the conversation. And okay, touche, you're welcome here. Come on in and eavesdrop with us, okay? (laughs) So welcome in. 
Today's episode, I really want to talk to you guys about stick intuitiveness. And yes, I made that word up, okay? But I think lately I've been very passionate about relationships revolution, right? Like so many of us can look at media and see um, relationships are failing. A lot of people's relationships and specifically marriages are failing. And I really think that people don't have stick to Now, of course, we can get into all the smoke and the sticky details about why people's relationships aren't working. Okay, even just saying that sentence just felt like such an energy drain, right? <laughs> but the reality is, I think a lot of us don't have stick to We don't know how to stick it out and stick things through. Um, if you think about the journey of yourself, right, the, of just you becoming a going from a girl to a teen to um, your early 20s to growing in your your ladiness and then growing into your womanhood and then from your womanhood into your queendom. It's been a journey. It's been a journey. Or if you think about the relationship with your parents, hopefully you have a positive relationship with your parents. Even that has been a journey and it has gone through stages but for whatever reason, when we look at love and we look at romantic partnership with someone, we don't give that person the same level of grace as we give ourselves or as we give our siblings or as we give our parents. We don't abandon our parents or abandon our siblings. We may put space between us and some of our loved ones. But for healthy people who have healthy relationships with their loved ones, there's no abandonment at all. <laughs> Sometimes there's space, you know, sometimes there's super closeness, you know, but you've gone through and grown through stages. But for whatever reason, and especially if you have children, you 100% understand this. You understand that your child grows through stages. There's no abandoning of your child. Even if your child went all the way left and you had, you felt like you had to put space between you and that person, you would still have an unconditional level of love for that child and hope for that child to get it right and get back on the right path. And the moment that they do, you would be there, right? For anyone that really genuinely loves their kid. So why do we not have that level of commitment to our partners? It really, really genuinely blows my mind, <laughs> It blows my mind. And I understand that I just really genuinely think that people get so distracted by the thing that they're not getting or there's just there's to me, there's so much deception and so much distraction, distracting people from the truth that stick to Yes, a word I made up. It matters. Being able to grow with people and grow through things with people and think about a queen and on her throne in her kingdom or her queendom, the nation is going to grow through different periods. There may be a period of famine. There may be a period of just glory and everything's great. There may be war. There may be the brink of war. I mean, there's so many different things that could happen within a nation. Backstabbing, betrayal. I mean, the good, the bad, the ugly. And a queen should be aware of it all and still maintain a level of grace and maintain a level of 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 like game face you know what I mean like a smiling game face like okay you can look at this other I don't know princess traveling from another 
kingdom and smile and have dinner with her and know she's a backstabbing B-I-T-C-H, but you know, we're going to handle this with a level of decorum because I'm the queen and I conduct myself as such. And I may need to have this relationship with her for the alliances of our kingdom. It's strategic. And so I'm going to act a certain way, but you know, I know I'm not going to let her in on my personal information. Like we, there's a way to interact and go about everything, right? While still maintaining position, while still maintaining with a spirit of excellence, the place that you've been elevated to, right? If you've been elevated to a place of queendom, then you have a lot of, you know, like that's, it's power, but it's power and responsibility, and I just, it's so disheartening to me that so many people are willing to throw away their partnerships with others, I think because they get distracted, because they tell themselves that it's immovable and it's not fixable. And they tell themselves, you know, that my, their partner will never change. And, you know, I can do bad, you know, I, I'd rather be by myself or I can find someone else to make me happy. And these are all distractions, your happiness is not dependent on any other human being other than yourself. And when you decide to go into partnership with someone, it's a partnership. Yes, there should be love in a lifetime commitment and partnership. That's the beautiful thing. You both get to choose one another. Some people have, I've had a, a great conversation with a guy friend of mine who was like, you know, you don't get to choose your family. Like you just, you love your family. Like your family is just your family. And I'm like, no, your parents do actually get to choose you because there's some people whose parents don't choose to be in their children's life. So you should never take that level of love and commitment for granted. And so the people whose parents are in their lives and, you know, for whether they're great parents or bad parents, but they, you know, claim you as their child and like they're doing whatever is quote unquote their best, whether we think it's their best or not. Like they didn't have to choose to do that. There's plenty of people who gave their child up for adoption or people who abandoned their child or whatever, right? Like your parents aren't really obligated. The same way if you have a child, you're not obligated to really be there for that child. We may morally feel like you are obligated morally, right? But it's still a choice. It's a personal choice to say that I'm going to be responsible but we have a level of stick to for those situations, but not for our partner. For whatever reason, we don't have the same level of like, you know, I chose you, you chose me, and I'm going to stick here. And I'm going to weather the storms with you. And I'm going to grow with you. And I'm going to grow by myself. And I'm going to plant seeds to encourage you to grow. You know, and I hope you grow with me, right? And and we say things like, well, I've just outgrown them and my interests are different and, you know, and now it's time for me to leave and go somewhere else. And I just, it makes my heart sad. I'm not going to lie with y'all. I'm not going to hold you. It makes my heart sad. It really does. I can be understanding and I can be compassionate. You know, I'm a child of divorce. My parents are divorced, and my father is remarried. So I can understand, right? I can have compassion or empathy. But I think that stick to is becoming so rare in relationships. And that's what makes me sad. That's what makes my heart cry. That's what I genuinely pray for. Like, I genuinely pray to God, God, don't let the heart of men and women grow cold towards one another. 
warm it up. I imagine God like, you know, when you go, when you see um, people being resuscitated by um, CPR, right? That's almost more, more gently. I imagine it to be more gently than that or more gentler, more gently. Yeah, I think anyways. Um, than that. But I imagine God just warming up cold hearts because I just see that our culture has, we've gotten so cold hearted towards one another. We don't stick it out with people. We don't look at our romantic partners as people to grow with and grow through things with. And we don't embrace tough times. We call it quits. We call it quits. You know, there. think about like when you're a teen and everything your parents says annoys you and you just want to rebel. Like, I think I remember telling my, my mother one time, like, I'm just going to run away from home. <laughs> like, what? When your parents have sacrificed to, you don't understand that as a teen, but like, because you, you expect like, well, that's your job. You're supposed to be that. And it's like, actually, no, you're now that I'm older, I understand like my parents didn't have to buy houses and put me in a house and give me my own room. And like, they didn't have to do any of that stuff. They didn't have to choose to stick and to stay and to and to let me lean on them. And and they didn't have to choose to do that, but they did. You know, and so when I'm saying things like I'm just going to run away and be done with this family, right, because I hate you is is a very limited perspective. It's childish. It's childish. Right. And so many of us are doing relationships from a very childish place. There's a very big lack of maturity. And this is why I'm so passionate about this space. Miss Charm School podcast because we have to do our work, ladies. And I could hear women, I've trust me, I've had the conversations. It's not all on us. Like guys have to do their part too. Yeah, they do. But this is not a podcast for men right now. <laughs> it's not. They do have to do their work as well. A lot of men are walking around unhealed. A lot of men had fathers. First of all, a lot of men didn't have an example of a father. The ones that did have an example of a father, their father may have been massively ill-equipped in their own marriage, right? And so they're walking around with just the level of broken tools that we have, if not more, if not worse, especially for people of color who unfortunately have had a history beyond what is healthily normal of single motherhood. I mean, way past, stretching back to slavery days, which at times was encouraged by who a lot of African-Americans were owned by in this country. You know, there may have been a man that they used as a stud to go around and impregnate women or women's bodies. Like there's so much history here. There's so there's so many areas of quote unquote trauma, right, to dig up and to uncover you know, so some of this stuff is not just like, well, he's just not choosing to do it. Some of this is generational, right? So I'm not excusing men by any stretch of the imagination, any stretch of the imagination. All I'm saying is I only have control over myself and I was born a woman. That's it. You who are female listening to this only have control over yourself. You literally do not have control over any man. You may have influence, and that's another episode, okay? Because you 100% have influence, 
But you don't have control. You can't make any man do anything, but you can influence him. I do believe that. I have a mentor that says you can season the man that you're in relationship with so that he is seasoned to treat you a certain type of way that you want to be treated. That's another episode. I can hear somebody saying, "Mm, teach me how to do that. Happy, sis. Happy to. Okay, that's another episode. But we really only have control over ourselves. And so why not grow yourself to be the best version of yourself? Because it's also immature and childish to constantly blame someone else for why you're not having happiness or why you're not experiencing what you want to experience or why it's always failing because it's someone else's fault. That's childish. That's a child. That's a child. A child is dependent upon somebody else for their survival. You are not. You are not. Other people and having other people in your life may bring a level of happiness, but they're not responsible for your happiness. And so, so many of us are ill-equipped and then we get online (laughs) and we promote our ill-equippedness all over And we are the blind leading the blind. And maybe for that reason alone, I should promote this podcast. Because somebody with some sight should try to help somebody else. (laughs) You know, even though there's a part of my soul genuinely that really could care less. Like, again, as I said in in the beginning, if you feel called, you feel called here. And I'm grateful because I know that you're supposed to be here. I really don't want anybody. I don't want the noise and the chatter, to be honest with you. But I have been feeling kind of called from my higher self as of lately to promote it because we need the help. Women need the help. We're going around with we have a power of influence god given like if you think of eve in the bible eat the serpent the story goes okay that the serpent told eve something that was counter what god said well if you eat of this fruit you're not gonna die you're gonna be more like god why did the serpent talk to eve and not talk to adam my belief is eve had influence that's one of the female's God-given gifts is influence. And so the deceiver, which is still happening today, we're still deceived. The deceiver talked to Eve first because he knew if he could deceive her, distract her, get her confused, get her asking questions, the wrong questions, get her to listen to the wrong advice, that she would then influence the man. Because that's the power that you have as being the gift and the apex. We are, as women, the final piece of creation. Before before God rested, he created you and then said, it's good, and then took a sabbatical, okay? You are the apex of creation. It ends with you. You are the most complex thing that God created. This is how a mentor explained it to me. If you think about the creation sequence, right? The creation sequence goes from, you could say, the easiest, less complex to the most complex. The beginning to the apex, the end, right? If you want to think of it in that perspective. Think of it as a sequence of events. One is the basis, the foundation, 
before 10, right? But 10 is more complex than one. We can simply understand that simple logic, right? That it builds. So if you think of creation, that's a perspective, right? I'm just giving you a perspective shift, all right? Think of the creation story as a sequence of events from one, let there be light, to 10, and he created woman from the rib of man while he was asleep. She wasn't even created from the dust of the earth in the same way that Adam was. Yes, she is of the dust of the earth, but God took a rib out of Adam to make her, to form her. She is the no other, no other piece of creation was created that way. Adam wasn't even created that way. You bad, sis, and you carry all of humanity. When God decided to partner with someone on earth to bring the son, the savior into the world, he partnered with a woman. You're bad, okay? I, I'm still learning and growing and exploring how awesome you are. I am as a woman to be gifted a breast, breast and a vagina. I'm still exploring the, the great grand treasure that that is to be sent here as a woman in this body, okay? That's a gift. And that's a whole nother reason why you don't need to be just giving your gift to everybody, Hello. (laughs) Snap, snap. You don't need to be just giving your gift to everybody. But when you are deceived and distracted, I love there's a preacher. I can't remember which one right now, but there's a preacher that says that um, the devil has no new tricks. It's the same old trick over and over and over again. And I love that because one, it makes the devil and the enemy feel so small. Like, oh, you don't even do nothing new. You're just doing the same bullshit, okay? You're just doing the same BS again and again and again, okay? And that's true. Women are still being deceived. We're being deceived that sexual freedom means I can sleep with whoever I want, whenever I want, but you're deceived because you don't understand how powerful you are. If you understood how powerful you were, you wouldn't be sleeping with whomever you feel like you want to. That's not sexual freedom. The real freedom is I know who I am. And therefore, if I decide to partner with you in this way, you are getting access to God. One of another mentor of of mine said that. You have the ability to experience God when you sleep with me. And you should be thinking this even in your marriage. Absolutely. Because when you guys get together, now it does take his seed, okay? but you are the holder of life. If his seed, there's scientific, I don't, I'm not a scientist, okay? So I'm just regurgitating what I've read slash seen via videos and whatever. But there's a scientific theory out right now that the feminine body, her egg, literally can like call the sperm to it. So like, I don't even know, on a, on a, on a psychological, spiritual level, you could literally be the one, like once you have intercourse with someone, say, okay, I'm ready, you. Maybe, I don't know, y'all. Okay, again, totally am not a scientist, don't claim to be a scientist. But there are some theories out there that, you know, even though, yes, his sperm has to be a swimmer, that there's 
some type of electromagnetic something that your egg is saying, mm-hmm, me. Yeah, you and me. Mm-hmm, yep, you and me. So you could potentially, sis, be even that powerful. Hello. But we don't understand this. We've been so deceived. We've been so distracted. And what I love about using the word deceived is simply that you've been hoodwinked. And this is why I am a Christian and I love the fact that I'm a Christian. And while I don't try to push Christianity on anybody that comes to this podcast or any one of my friends, I will never shy away from the fact that I really love Jesus because the story is simply that you were deceived because you were deceived, which means you were hoodwinked. You entered into sin. You had such powerful influence that you were hoodwinked. You told your husband he was hoodwinked. Boom, sin entered into the world. But God doesn't even blame you for being hoodwinked. It's really not your fault. You were deceived. You were given false information, fake news, And so God sent his son to save all of us and partnered with a woman to birth the son. I feel like that was our redemption right there. Ooh, okay. I feel, I feel a preaching coming on. I didn't mean to, but I wait, wait, wait now. Maybe that was our redemption right there because the first time Eve was deceived, she heard from the serpent, oh, you're not going to die. But when Jesus entered into the earth, Mary heard from an angel that she was favored among women and that she would be chosen to be the mother of the Savior of the world. And she said, and let it be, so shall it be with me. She heard and believed. Just like in the beginning, she heard false information and believed. Mm, That's something right there, okay? That's something And maybe that was our redemption right there, that this time around, we partnered with God. We heard God and we said, and let it be. So let it be. And this is why it's so important when you're in your queendom to have that relationship with God, to be in your sacred space, to do your meditations, to do your affirmations, to pray, to sit in silence and wait for God, to ask better questions. God, what do you want me to do? Ask that. God will tell you and then partner with that. Say like Mary said, and let it be. So let it be with me. Okay. Basically, she was like, okay, God. Cool. Let's partner together and partner with God. When she partnered with God, guess what? Her fiance, when he found out she was pregnant, he was like, well, I know I ain't touch you. And he could have stoned her back in those days. He could, you know, if your wife, if your intended got pregnant and it's not your baby, you could have her killed. Savage. But he didn't stone her. So he must have had some type of compassion for her. He must have been some type of good hearted man because he just put her away quietly. Well, it ain't my baby, so I'm not going to marry you. But, you know, go about your business type thing. And because she partnered with God, guess what God did? He sent an angel to Joseph and told Joseph, take your ass on back to Mary. She told you the truth. It's my baby. And you are the, you are the baby's daddy. Go be responsible and take care of her and her son, my son. 
And when you partner with God, when you have a spiritual practice, when you're doing the work, God will fight your battles. Mary didn't have to do anything. God handled Joseph. Mm, That's good to my soul right there. That's good to my soul. Because even in my own personal prayer time with God, God has told me, you don't have anything to worry about. You don't need to worry about any of this stuff. I got you. But that's because I make the right thing the right thing first because I'm choosing to partner with him. All right. So stick-to-itiveness was the topic. We didn't win all deep, <laughs> but stick-to-itiveness. I want us to be women that are that stick. I want us to be women that stick. I want us to be women that stick. And you're here because you want to be a woman that sticks. You do. That's why you're here. Nobody enters into a marriage hoping that they don't stick. They want to stick. But in order to do that, you got to get the right thing, the right thing. And it always comes back to, one, having that relationship with God. Don't slack on it. You got to have it. It don't have to look like going to church and shouting every Sunday. It don't have to look like that. But it needs to it needs to be real. Mary found out she was going to be pregnant with Jesus. She wasn't in the synagogue. She was probably at home chilling. She might have been praying or crying or something. I don't know. She might have been quiet and heard a voice. You have to have that practice with God. You have to have that true intimacy with God. Okay. Don't look for other people to make you happy. Number two. Learn how to fill up your own tank. I've talked about this repeatedly (laughs) on the past couple of podcasts. Learn how to pamper yourself. What are the things that make you happy, independent of another person? Fill your own tank of happiness. Three, ask better questions. One of my podcasts, if something in your life is not happening or up to par or you're not experiencing specifically with your romantic partner if you're not experiencing something that you want to experience either give it to yourself which goes back to number two learning how to fill up your own take and make yourself happy or three ask better questions and I've talked about this before please listen to that episode would or will statements especially if it pertains to a man critical critical And four, decide to stick. Decide to stick. Decide to grow through and go through the seasons. Our earth has seasons, winter, spring, summer, fall. We have seasons. And sometimes seasons are rough and tough. But if you keep going and growing through it, spring is around the corner. Summer will be here. Fall will be here and grow through the seasons. Just the way you stay committed to yourself. It's a beautiful thing. The whole, I really genuinely believe people, nations, communities benefit from us having stick to with one another. But it starts by having stick to with God. That's number one. Stick to with yourself, learning how to make yourself happy. All right then you'll be able to operate from a place of overflow to give that to another person. 
All right. I love you, Charmers. That was a whole mouthful and a half. I love you. I love you. I will talk to you soon. Share this podcast with someone. We're going higher, okay? And this time of Miss Charm School podcast, we are genuinely going higher. So share this with someone. It will bless someone's life. I know it will because I know it blessed yours as it blessed mine, even just sharing with you, okay? Share this podcast if you want to connect with me further, get behind the scenes into my life. You can follow me at Miss, no, you can follow me at Miss Charm School Podcast on social media, but um, my personal page is Sunday Travels, okay, and you can connect with me there and get into the good, good of my life. I'm super kind of private about um, all of my life happenings, (laughs) so I don't share everything, but you'll get to see enough of the behind the scenes of my life, all right, y'all? I love you, I love you, I love you. I will talk to you soon. My website, sundayeli.com, is going to be up shortly. I actually finally got it finished, and I just need to literally click a button to make it public. (laughs) So that's coming soon as well. So make sure you stay tuned for that. And you can connect with me on my website as well, sundayeli.com, Eli, E-L-Y. All right, I'll talk to you ladies and gentlemen later. Love you lots. Bye, Charmers. Bye.